Those jello shots are going to hit me probably halfway through this recording. Yeah, yeah, I imagine this much. It's probably going to be another uh, weird unhinged one. Yeah. If I had to guess. All right, I'm ready though. So I didn't do uh, 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 cold opens for these. It's all right. I didn't do I didn't do them for mine either. Yeah. Uh, Couldn't think up a good one. No. No brain. No. So, but what I do have is a little bit of a connection between the two that I am doing. And that's, Ooh, I, that's something I don't have. That's the fact that they are both weird, large animals. You've with, got a thing for these just big animals. But they're with a twist this time. Okay. Welcome to My Neighbor Mothman. I'm Zachary. I'm Levi. This is our Cryptids podcast. This is our Cryptid. Uh, this is our Cryptid fan cast where we tell you who's the cutest and which one this, is criminals. Hey, this week is Mothman. Spoiler alert: Every week it's Mothman. <laughs> so, the first thing I want to talk about this week uh-huh. is going to be the Yukon Beaver Eater. Let that hang. All right, yep. cool. I ju- uh, it's creating an image in my head. Yeah. Of uh, this is something we don't do. We should just list off the name and like have the other person decide what it looks like. Yeah. So I'm thinking a quadruped. Okay. Um, I'm kind of thinking like saber tooth tigery. Yeah. Kind of like right. a like a big cat. How wrong am I? Uh, the closest uh that the native people from that area can can say. Mm-hmm. Is that it looks like a giant ground sloth? Ground sloth? You not know about the giant ground sloths? No, they were predators during the saber tooth era. So I was in the you right were in the right was, neighborhood. Hey, so Sid is technically a giant ground sloth in Ice Age, but he looks nothing like what he's supposed to. All right, I'm looking up ground sloth. Um, but this is a cryptid oh my God. from oral traditions from the Canadian First Nations people. Guys, ground sloths are terrifying. Yeah. They have this giant spike on their thumb that they use to, like, stab. Yeah. Um, did I ever tell you about a co-worker at Hibbit that the first day I met them asked if they could call me Sid, and I said, like the sloth and they went never mind yeah yeah i I am i'm familiar with that that's really fucked you know who you are and i know that you aren't watching or listening because you don't really like me but if you happen to (laughs) i'm still upset about that that was very hurtful Uh, all right so um it's described as bigger than even the biggest grizzly bear uh, and these this this cryptid comes from just oral traditions passed uh-huh. down, um, and 
it gets its name from its diet. It caught beavers by flipping their lodges and uh, and grabbing them out of their out of their dams. Mm, yeah, I don't really like that. That's kind of that's he's a little rude boy. Yeah, he is. Um, wait a second. Can yeah. we talk about? Do you know why beavers make dams? Like, what is the reason that they do this? I assume it's to, uh, because then the fish that they eat are See, I caught. I didn't know they ate fish. I wasn't sure what they I think ate. they're omnivores. I think they eat fish and plants. Heard. That makes sense. Yeah. I thought they just, like, one of them one time was like, I'm going to stop this water. <laughs> and they're like, you know what? That's pretty rad. That thing you did, pretty freaking cool, my guy. They're the, they're the, the species that, uh... Changes its environment to their liking, the second most of any other animal. And yeah, we're number one. Because look at what we've done. Get wrecked. We've ruined this planet. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a different podcast. <laughs> All right, continue. Um, so Don Charlie, a Canadian First, First Nation member, uh, contacted the British Columbia Scientific, Scientific Cryptozoology Club in 1989 with a sighting. Uh, the co-founder interviewed her, and in, in 1990, this account was published in their magazine. Uh, I got a little quote here. The latest report was from Violet Johnny, my husband's sister, who was fishing uh, with her husband and her mother and at the head of a lake that I can't begin to pronounce. Try it. Tatchoon. Hey, that's something. Uh, four or five years ago. An animal came out of the woods eight or nine feet high, bigger Jesus. than a grizzly bear. Uh, it was coming towards them. They panicked, fired a few shots over its head, and finally managed to get the motor going and took off. There are other reports. Uh, there's also a report that a, uh, a man shot one of them in a small in that uh, in a small lake in that area. Uh, beaver eaters are supposed to live in mountainous areas east of Frenchman Lake heard so this is multiple accounts from the mid 80s okay so like decently yeah recent. um some theories here i have for mm -hmm. you uh the, the one is that it could be giant ground sloth uh oh giant ground sloths were herbivores though and all five that lived in north america uh, we have gone extinct. Um, it could be an unusually large grizzly bear. I mean, that's fair. A surviving uh, short-faced bear, which is a different species that went extinct also. Hmm. There's a lot of bears. Or they, there was a species of giant beaver. You're saying giant cannibal beaver. Giant, giant cannibalism is what we're talking about right now. I, I've i looked up short-faced bears. Mm -hmm. Don't like them. Yeah. Actually, uh, <laughs> the, the short-faced bear from Zoo Tycoon, kind of like. Yeah. He's kind of cute. Yeah. God, no, no, I don't think so. <laughs> so where the, no, the nose placement. And then the other one was the giant beaver. Yeah. That's a big bear. 
It is a big bear. It's got long legs, too. I don't like that. Yeah. Bears scare me, dude. The, I, know, uh, I know this whole podcast is just me talking about things that scare me. But bears are on that list. There's a paper published in 1996 by uh, a university in Uruguay that suggests that at least some of the giant ground sloths may have been omnivores. I think that's where I was getting that from earlier. Um, and proposed that they could have scavenged meat, taken kills from large carnivores, and even been an active hunter, using its long front claws and great strength uh, to overturn they had that. Uh, the giant extinct armadillos. That makes sense. They had that giant stabbing thing. Yeah. If they weren't using it to kill, it's a waste. It's a defense. Uh, that was the old theories from like the uh, like Walking with Dinosaurs the, uh, like shows and stuff from back in the day. Because I used to watch a lot of those. Those were good. Yeah. Uh, that was one of the things that, that was for defense. What a cute little cat. Um... Uh, did you hear that uh, scientists have have doubled down on the fact that most dinosaurs probably quacked? Yeah, yeah. Also, the it's very disarming. Have you seen the picture of what a hippo skull looks like? And then, if you didn't know what a hippo looks like, what that that creature would look like? No, it's a it's a nightmare creature. Uh, and that means that means that probably most dinosaurs also didn't look the way that that we say they look. Dear God, the yeah, hippo skull is terrifying. Um, the a meat eating uh, version of this sloth would not be the first instance of a member of a herbivore family uh, evolving to. Uh, exploit resources uh, based on like oh we gotta eat meat now there's no there's no way around it yeah um sorry I'm really enamored yeah, no. with this this hippo the hippo skull. hippo yeah and, and that's the example here is that hippos and deers have been shown to sometimes eat bones to obtain necessary nutrients um Oh, they've got like a full reconstruction here, and it's terrifying. Yeah. The modern two-toed tree sloths are known to sometimes feed on small. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hippos are scary. Yeah, if like if if you're listening and you've never seen a hippo skull, <laughs> which it'd be weird if you had, unless like you googled it because you just wanted to see. Um, I would Google it because they're very scary. And yeah, that probably is true. That probably means dinosaurs looked like nerds. Yeah. They probably all looked like just giant chickens. Yeah. Cuz all those all those like models for dinosaurs don't have any fat on them. Assuming just, that yeah, just and muscle. and just going full, they have to be reptiles and don't look any other way. But we've already figured out that they had feathers. So, you know. So take that um God, who's the guy that made Jurassic Park? Michael Crichton. 
He did the books. No, the who directed it. Oh, uh, Spielberg. Spielberg. Take that, Steven Spielberg. Those are just a bunch of giant chickens. You can't you can't change history. But that's what the last one uh, talks about. He's like, I didn't recreate actual dinosaurs. I made monsters for an amusement park. Fair. Uh, the giant beaver explanation uh, here is that they were native to North America and could grow more than seven feet long and nearly 300 pounds. I don't like that. Uh, like that one most bit. recent fossil dates were around 60,000 years ago. Um, but it's thought that they had actually survived as recent as 10,000 years ago, meaning they likely coexisted with early humans, which would create that oral tradition of yeah. the giant thing that was eating the other beavers. Um, I think I'd like a pet beaver. I don't know. I, there's someone I follow on TikTok that's got a pet beaver, and they just post videos of the beaver finding random things in the house yeah. and just blocking up doorways. <laughs> it's so cute, dude. And it just pats its little tail. Love it. But yeah, that's all I've really got for the giant beaver. I, th- I think that that was like a neat thing. Because I was like... Or for the beaver eater, and yeah. then it turning into it might just be the giant beaver because there have been modern sightings of the giant beaver, also. All right, man, I think I think I want to see the giant beaver. Where's this at? You said the Yukon, yeah, where's that? Canada, that's right. We're taking a trip. I need a passport, me too. <laughs> Do you think my one from seventh grade is still good? I don't, I don't know how long those last. Me neither. Uh, if you know how long they last, tweet it to us. I think you can get Grenasty. a... Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just passports last 10 years. <laughs> Just totally out of context. Um, he'll, he'll think it's a sign that he needs to go somewhere. We don't need to give him that. No, no, we don't. <laughs> he'll just up and leave. Cut that out. <laughs> So Cryptid Fight Club, um, they are big. That's the thing is, if you look at it like, um, if you ever watch a Tier Zoo video where he breaks it down by intelligence, uh, like like it's a video game, mm-hmm. they got a lot of HP. Do have a lot of HP and very large. Yeah, and intimidation based on size is a is a big thing. So did the the giant beaver? Did it have a beaver tail? I believe it was just a giant beaver. Okay. That's giving it something. Beaver tails. They also I bet have those hurt. teeth. They do. They got those little buck teeth. Um. Let me see if I can find. I'll a, give it a fighting chance against our lower tiered uh, cryptids, but it's not beating Bigfoot. I don't think. Bigfoot hop on the back of that thing, split its jaws open. Like see, in but King it can ride it though. Yeah, here you go. Here's you a size comparison to a person and to a regular beaver. That's a person-sized beaver uh, for those who can't see. Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah, that's a big. That's a big. Yeah, but Bigfoot. Scary. Bigfoot gonna smack it. Yeah, Bigfoot gonna hit it with a. Basically, it's the size of a capybara. Are capybaras that big? They're big. I thought they were small. No, they're like they're like they're like large dog size. 
Oh, well, large dog size is not person size. Well, yeah, but like... Then I this, guess standing up. Yeah, as I was say. If you if you stand a Great Dane up, it's taller than you most of the time. Yeah, but I'm going to box the living shit out of it. <laughs> no, don't do that. I'm Scooby just saying. <laughs> Scooby-Doo, no. I'd beat the brakes off of Scooby-Doo in a, in a hand-to-hand uh, combat. Scooby-Doo not standing a chance against me. All right. This is taking a turn. Now I have number two. Oh. The Cappy Lobo. Is that like a Cappy Bar? Wait. Yeah. Give me give me one description. Give me like where where does it live? What's it do? Brazil. Uh-huh. Vampire. What? <laughs> and it's an animal. It's a vampire animal? Is it a bat? No. Cappy Lobo is a vampiric creature from Brazilian myth. Uh, have two forms, animal and humanoid. Okay, so it is a vampire. It's just a vampire. Yes. However, they're, they look like an anteater or a I tapir. Lo- I love that. In the head, and then they have like a human Oh, wait, torso. no. Human form looks like anteater. Don't love that. I uh, thought you meant their animal form was just an anteater. <laughs> Uh, so these creatures have two forms, alien and humanoid. In animal form, they appear similar to a tapir or an anteater, but are larger, faster, and thinner. They have shaggy coat with black fur and a snout that appears similar to an anteater's or pigs, and they are hairy. Wait, anteaters and pigs have very different looking yeah, faces. they do. Well, it depends on which, because there are different species of anteater. Dude, I don't know anything about nature. Yeah, nature. Na- there's too much going on. There's so much nature. We just we need to extinct a bunch of it so we have less to less to know about. That is the most human thing I've <laughs> ever heard. We need to extinct a bunch of it so there's less to know. <laughs> um, it's not clear how the Cape Lobo transforms from animal to humanoid form, or if it matters. Uh, or if it's a matter of transformation at all, but they are clearly separate. The humanoid form of these creatures is muscular with human body and anteater head. Uh, they maintain their thick matted coat of fur. In addition, they are covered in head to toe in nigh impenetrable skin. Even hunched, they are seven feet tall. I don't like that. Their front claws are similar like that. to that of a... Uh, Tamandua, which is a small type of anteater. I'm, it has claws. Like, However, their feet uh, have a set of perfectly round hooves. Dude, there's so much going on with this. And they, they leave an imprint in the ground that looks like hooves, which makes them difficult to track because goats have hooves, horses have hooves, cows have hooves. <laughs> Dude, there's so much going on yeah. with this. I've never heard of this. Yeah. I went through the list that we have and went, what's weird? What's a weird looking name? And that's how I got here. Such a sweet little cat. Um, Where was I? And what was his name again? Cape Loba. Cape Loba. Yeah, that would have, that would have, I think, if I had seen that, I think that would have stopped me in my tracks. Excuse um, me. where was I? I don't know. 
The burp kind of tastes like hey, uh, chill shots. Another notable feature is another its, one is its unearthly stench. Not for me. So powerful that it is said it's always surrounded by a cloud of flies. Oh no, like that little kid on Charlie Brown. Yeah, Pigpen. Aww, now I feel bad for Capuloba. Uh, no, I don't. That, it sounds terrifying. It also has uh, long front fangs. Like a vampire. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, I got the... Um, yeah. I was convinced that I was a vampire for, I'd say, too many years. Yeah. Um, because I've got... So, like, everyone's got, like, four canine teeth, right? Mm-hmm. I've got eight of them. Oh, yeah? So, for a very long time, I called them my fangs and thought that I was a vampire. Nice. Yeah, my fourth grade teacher made fun of me did a the, lot Did the sun it. hurt back then, or...? Look at how pale I am, Levi. You yeah, tell me. I, I think that's a yes. <laughs> um, no, I mean, I didn't really know what vampires were other than like from Halloween, just yeah, uh, osmosis. So I was just like, I've got sharp teeth. Must be vampire. Must be. No other option. Uh, I think also for a little while I thought I was a dog person. But we're not going to get into that. That one didn't last very long, luckily. Like a person who is also a dog or... I thought I, got, I thought my DNA got mixed up a little oh. bit because I didn't really know how it worked. Yeah, this was in like third grade, so I was like, "Oh man, my dog, my dog switch got flipped a little bit." That's all, that's all right. I was pretty convinced for a real long time I was probably adopted. I don't think those are the same. No, no, but that's another that's another weird thing that I, that I feel I felt like I needed to share also. Okay. Uh, hey, uh, I was. I thought my DNA was messed up. I was pretty sure I was switched at birth for a long time because okay. I looked switched at birth is a little different than adopted because I looked nothing like anyone in my family. Um, it was a very popular joke when I was a child that my dad was not my dad because I the the connotation was that my mother had figured out how to like straight up do mitosis yeah because me and both of my siblings genuinely little clones of my mom we all are identical yeah the only similarity i have with my father is the fact that we have both broken our nose several times so we've got big noses now yeah so everyone was like they just called me by my mom's name for i'd say about eight months wasn't very good for my sense of self no all right, back to the cryptids. <laughs> so uh, the Capuloba can stun with its foul stink, and even those who in- who survive the encounter will get headaches and dizziness. 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 They'll turn into Disney characters um, for several days to a month. Not me, man. I'm. Hey, I'm built yeah. different. I might be able to take you this might, thing. Yeah, you might be able to handle it. I mean, um, well, the stench, it does have fangs and claws. Yeah, and, and is seven feet tall hunched. Hey, Amen. Um, I'm quick. I'm agile. It's also known for its shrill screams, which can be heard for 10 miles and are powerful enough to bring even the hardiest of hunters to their knees and com- and completely paralyze most with fear. Okay, so I can't take it at all. <laughs> Really buried the lead on that one there, Levi. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you know me. <laughs> really let me get my ego built up just for you to be like, oh yeah, and plus it makes loud noises that are bad. They can uh the screams can be when heard at a distance can bewilder hunters and travelers, causing them to become lost and sometimes go mad. I don't like that. Don't go outside. They also uh, make a less dangerous sound, which uh, it sounds like someone there mating blow, blowing over the top of a bottle. I love that noise. Yeah. Wait, why? Why do they make that one? I do not know. They just can. They just can. I mean, so can they have I. two options: <laughs> shrill scream <laughs> or gentle breeze over the top of a bottle. Oh man! Uh, their thick hide and fur act as a sort of armor, and even bullets bounce off their hides. You really buried the lead on the fact that they are—they can only be killed with a wooden stake by a blow to their eye or the navel, belly button. And some accounts even claim that it must be done with a spear. The eye. The eye I get. Mm -hmm. Soft part. Makes sense. Right to the brain. But the belly button? Yeah. I mean, that's the quickest way into your belly, I I would imagine. That's that's the way I got my my surgery, was through the belly button. Yeah. Do you... If... (laughs) (laughs) If you... This might be different, because you said you've you've had surgery through your belly button. Um, you ever poke your belly button and you're like, there's like a li- like a little bit of lint in there and you're trying to get it and you push too far and then your tummy hurts? No. Me neither. <laughs> I, used to, I used to think that my belly button was an actual button that would make me poop. So oh. I was very, I was very scared to like oh, touch geez. my belly button. I was an idiot as a child. And hey, still. Hey, you know, we all were. But hey, tweet at Grin Nasty your your idiot things that you thought as a child. I'm gonna do that. Uh, so they while they are predatory, they do not actively hunt humans. They prefer dogs, cats, and goats. I'm not gonna let them get you, Gracie Me. Um, however, if they can manage to capture a human, they will uh suck their brains out through the top of their skull. Wait. How? I guess they'd pierce it with the fangs. Just through the just through the skull. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, but the neck's right there. But y- yeah, but you want the brain. I mean, I guess. Uh, however, I'm gonna look uh, like a little coconut with those. With a straw. Yeah. <laughs> In some cases, they will uh, sever the carotid artery instead and drink the victim's blood. Okay, all right. Yep, yeah. there we go. Uh, they're more likely to devour someone if they were foolish enough to hunt on a Sunday. I have no clue why. There is no follow-up sentence to that. Now, when it says devour, does it just mean suck my brain out of my skull or like they have a just ravenous appetite and they hunt at night to satiate their undying hunger? There is so much going there on really with is. this. Brazil, you're wild. 
This is this is crazy. I love it. I'm like, this might be the are, Jello shots, but I've been stopped dead in my tracks. Are you ready for one more turn? Oh no! I've got to start being patient. <laughs> <laughs> it is said that these creatures are a sort of lycanthrope. Isn't that a werewolf? Like werewolves, like they transform. Oh, okay. I mean, I guess that tracks. Uh, However, rather than changing between forms, a human who has changed into a capiloba has no hope of turning back. When a person is old and dying, if they choose to spend their last days in the woods, they will transform into one of these monsters. Now I definitely feel like I could fight it. It's just old dudes. They're impenetrable to bullets. Don't care can't punch <laughs> uh, for the audio listeners I'm huge and jacked he's, he's, and look so capable for punching he's holding up his fist right now he was yeah there it is ready for punches ready for punches I'll punch an old man vampire right into the ground I mean like a lot of vampire stories are that they're hundreds of years old though well, yeah, but I think that's like they turn into a vampire, then they're hundreds of years old. Yeah. Not uh, some 98-year-old is... man is dying and just wanders into the wood and becomes a vampire. But they turn, but they're like the, did you, you haven't seen Underworld, have you? No. 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 Uh, How many times do we have to talk about I know, about I just. You think I've seen a movie I haven't yeah, seen. Yeah, no, listen, uh, every now and then you have, though, and it's is something it I don't out? suspect. No. Is it Interstellar? It is not. Is it Ex Machina? No, it is not. Is it The Martian? Not even close. Is it the X-Files box set? No. Then I haven't seen it. <laughs> In that movie, uh, one person gets bit by a werewolf. Uh-huh. And then later on in the movie, he also gets bit by a vampire. Oh. So he turns into like a hybrid. Wow. To, to, to save, to, to like bring peace between the two rival factions of of that have been warring for centuries kind of thing i'm i've never read homestuck but i feel like that's homestuck that's fair i did watch a popular movie that i've never seen yesterday oh yeah i watched inglorious bastards for the first that's time. that's a good movie it is a good movie um i thought uh eli roth and then the guy zachary quinto I yeah. always get mixed up yeah yeah that's fair so it's like, on the eyebrows yeah, and they've <laughs> kind of got the same like facial structures. Yeah, because I was like, I was like, oh man, I was like, my sweet Star Trek boys beating up Nazis. <laughs> and it was no sir. That that's all I've got on 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 for for me today. Cryptid, I might this this might usurp top spot. It might. Cryptid Fight Club. The, so here I can't fight Puckwudgie. Here's the thing: it has to be it. it if something can figure out its weakness, then it's game over. But that's a lot of critical thinking that yeah. I feel like a lot of these creatures don't have. Um, if you're if you're a cryptid and you're listening to this and you feel insulted, I'm sorry. Uh, tweet at Grenasty. Feel free to reach out at us. Grenasty. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of anything I think that would be. I I think Bigfoot 
I'd like to see Bigfoot fight it. Yeah. I don't know who would win. No, I think it would be a really good fight. Hey, death battle, if you're listening. We've got an idea to pitch to you. Why would they be listening? I don't know. I mean... People get bored on the internet. Oh, God. They've been in quarantine this entire time. The jello shots. Yeah. <laughs> Why did I eat so many so fast? <laughs> I don't know. That was, that was a weird choice, but you did it. Um, I'm, I'm putting it up near the top for Cryptid Fight Club. Yeah. <clears throat> Impenetrable skin. Can only be killed by a spear through the eye or belly button. The the scream, the stink. Uh huh. Yeah, that's a lot. The vampire part, the werewolf part, the yeah. anteater part. <laughs> Just a lot less intimidating than I, compared to the others. The only thing I think it doesn't stand a chance against is the puckwudgie. Yeah, because magic. Magic, and they were known to carry around spears. Yeah. It's their, it's their hard counter. And they're assholes. Yeah. So I'm sure they'd be like, you know what? I'm going to send the spear right through that dude's freaking cranium. Here it goes. I'm going to poke him in the belly button. <laughs> well, yeah, because they're very the small. Right yeah. <laughs> Just get. That's a little target. All right. And now we're going into cryptid criminal court. <clears throat> uh, night court theme plays here. <laughs> Wait, what's that night court? A, that was a show in the, in the 80s. God, you're so old. I did. I've never seen it. So I just saw old. like a, the other day. It was like the anniversary for the show. You're such an old man, Levi. Um, Night Court was good. You said you haven't seen it. I know. <laughs> the theme was good. Was it I Danny Elfman? Danny Elfman did it. Who, what else has he done? Because that name sounds. Familiar. He did the hands are sticky. The Batman soundtrack for like the old one, and he did uh, Spider Man. Ah, like okay. the old ones. Wait, the old ones like the like Toby Maguire one. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. that had a good soundtrack. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he does good work. <laughs> All right, uh, that's fair. Um, I'm putting giant beaver. I think I'm gonna sit it like a two. Yeah, it's just a big animal. It's a jerk animal. Yeah, uh, maybe a three because it does seem to kind of be a a, a douche. <laughs> um. <laughs> Yeah, the the capilobo though. It doesn't actively hunt humans, but if it gets one, it's not gonna stop. I think I'm putting it at a seven. Yeah, I was gonna go eight, so that's because like, I the the shrieking. I think like ten miles. Ten miles. That's a lot of like innocent ears. Yeah, potentially. We're in Brazil, so I mean, it may may just be a bunch of forest. I don't know anything about Brazil. They've it's got like, the, they've got the big that's Rio, right? Yeah, they got the big Jesus. Yeah, that's where Bob Burnquist is. That's uh where they filmed Fast and Furious Seven. <laughs> I think, right? I don't know. I've not seen that one. I saw up to five. It was either six or seven. And I've only seen them each. I've seen the first two a couple times, but I've only seen the others like once. Because one, two, three are very different. Yeah. Four, I think, was the one where Letty. That's that's the one uh, on the border. Is that the Fast and the Furious? Yes. And there's Fast, fast five. five. 
Which one was Fast Five, though? Is that the one with the safe? Down the street? I think so. Or the one where they're stealing gas? I don't remember. I need to watch them all again. <laughs> I've, not, I've realized now that I've not seen half of that series at this point. Yeah, but you saw the good half. Mm-hmm. Tokyo Drift. God, dude, Tokyo Drift is such a good movie. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> we talked about we talked about the Tokyo Drift song. Um, it makes everything you do a little more fun. Yeah, it, it's a good mood. It's a good mood song. Tokyo Drift by Teriyaki Boys. Yeah. Z. Well, I think this has been my neighbor Mothman. Absolutely. I'm Zachary. I'm Levi. Um, a huge shout out to Corley, username at L-Y-C-H-A-N underscore for designing our artwork. Great job. Absolutely. Love it. I would just want to give it a little kiss every now and then. Find us on Twitter. I am at Levi Carver, L-E-V-I-S Carver. I am uh, at Baby Mothman. You can find the podcast at Mothman Podcast on Twitter. You can email us at thatmothmanpodcast at gmail. Uh, you can watch the show live on twitch.tv slash skeletoncrewgaming or boardnerds.store. All I'm saying is, not next week's episode. So what, next week's? This is going up today. Yeah. So next week will be right before New Year's. First episode of the new year. Our Lord, our Lord, year of our Lord and Savior. Um, you might want to watch the video, yeah, because I've got a little thing planned. Oh boy, I can't wait. Now the thing is, I'm gonna have to remember, yeah, because that's not something I'm good at. As soon as you get it, just put it in your car. I'll have to, and that's gonna man. I hope I don't get pulled over any time in between, because there will have to be some explaining. Oh no. Um, so, you know, normally, like, if the video thing is not your thing, whatever, I'm not going to push it. But it, I think for this one thing, I'm going to find it really funny. That's I'm going to like this. So. And the video goes live on uh, YouTube. Uh, Board Nerds. Board Nerds show on YouTube. I think is what it technically is. Maybe. There's so many names for yeah. things. Yeah. Um, we got to we got to we got to clear clean that up. A little bit. We got eight different names for things. And yeah, well, one's the LLC and one's the, uh, the yeah, whole yeah, thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, it's just it's just a bunch of business talk. But you know business. You know how business is. Just a bunch of business, man. All right, it's time for warnings. Yeah. Don't go outside. Um, if you've got a lot of sharp teeth, you're not a dog person or a vampire. Trust me, I've learned. Um. If you smell something super stinky, don't go after it. It's probably bulletproof. Don't go in the woods. Lock your doors. Lock your windows. Um, don't do three Jello shots before you record the podcast, because you're gonna you're gonna lose it in about the middle, and it's gonna be a downhill fight. Unlike the fight after three Jello shots with the giant vampire person. Because then, vodka shots, you didn't know this, full, no, jello shots, full of punching power. And that's it. <laughs> <laughs>